This may be one of the preachiest podcasts I've done to date. So let's see how this goes. How is everybody doing? It is Friday here in Dallas-Fort Worth. It's the date that I'm recording this podcast, and it's been a long time since my last podcast. I generally only get one of these out a month, and I try not to post too much because if I don't have anything I think needs to be said, I generally just don't say anything because I think that's wisdom. Anyway, about three or four weeks ago, I was uh, up in the middle of the night scrolling through YouTube. I'm sure I'm the only one that does that, right? But I was scrolling through YouTube and look at these little bitty short videos, and I ran across one from Billy Graham. And right at the beginning of the that little short 30-second video, he said something that, that gave me pause. And what he said was this, the closer you get to Jesus, the more sinful you're going to feel. Let me say that again. The closer you get to Jesus, the more sinful you are going to feel. Now, I never really thought about that before in my entire life. It never even crossed my mind. And one of the examples he gave was in the Gospel of Luke, the fifth chapter. And I'm going to do my best to read this to you. I don't do well reading aloud, which makes the whole preaching thing kind of tricky. But I'll be reading from the Christian Standard Bible. And uh, I'm going to give you a second to maybe go find yours real quick or find it on your phone. It'll give me a chance to have a little drink of this coffee here. Yep, it's afternoon and I'm drinking coffee. I'm I'm one of those people. (laughs) All right, so let's try to muddle through this together. So read along with me. We're going to start in verse 1 because when it comes to the Bible, context is king. So... This is when Jesus is calling his first disciples, and we're going to begin in Luke chapter 5, verse 1. It says, as the crowd was pressing in on Jesus to hear God's word, he was standing by Lake Genesaret. He saw two boats at the edge of the lake. The fishermen had left them and were washing their nets. So they were hanging out, cleaning up their nets. He got into one of the boats, which belonged to Simon, and asked him to put out a little from the lake. Then he sat down and was teaching the crowds from the boat. So there were so many people around Jesus at this time that they were almost pushing him into the water. So he got in a boat and pushed back a little bit so he could teach. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, Put out into the deep water and let down your nets for a catch. Master, Simon replied, We've been working hard all night. Excuse me, we've been working hard all night long and caught nothing. I'm sure he was kind of indignant about that. But if you say, but if you say, but if you say so, I'll let down the nets. When they did this, they caught a great number of fish, and their nets were beginning to tear. So they signed to their partners 
in the other boat came to help them. They came and filled both boats full that they began to sink. When Simon Peter saw this, he fell at Jesus' knees and he said, Go away from me because I am a sinful man. He was in the presence of holiness. And when we are in the presence of holiness, our own sin comes to light. It's kind of like sitting in a room that's dimly lit, and the room may appear clean. But as you turn up the light, you can start to see the cobwebs in the corner. And as you turn up the light, you can see that the carpet needs swept. And as you continue to turn up the light, you can see under the edge of the bed, you can see all the dust bunnies under there. And as you bring up the light to its brightness, you can see the dust on the shelves and on the books. You can see the things you couldn't see when the light was dimly lit. And that's exactly what happened here with Simon Peter. He was close to God and he felt more sinful for it. But let me give and but that's a great place to be though. And let me give you another example that I think is a great example. And uh, let me get to it real quick. For this we are going to be going to Isaiah so if you want to turn along with me, feel free to do that. And I'm actually reading from my phone because for some reason I can read from my phone better than I can from a printed page. And I have no idea why. At least reading aloud. I do horrible reading aloud. It's a visually impaired thing, but when I'm reading on my own, it's always from the printed page. Isaiah chapter 6 finds us in the temple. And it starts off like this. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord seated high and lo on a high and lofty throne. And the hem of his robe filled the temple. Seraphim were standing above him. They each had six wings. Two covered their faces. Two they had covering their feet. And with two they flew. And they were shouting to one another, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of armies. His glory fills the whole earth. And he says the foundations of Foundations of the doorway shook at the sound of their voices, and the temple was filled with smoke. And here's what the prophet Isaiah said when he saw all this wonder and all this that was going on because he was scared, and he should have been scared, and uh, we need to be scared because the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. He said, woe to me. 
woe to me, for I am undone. Other translations, in fact, this, I read it, I read that wrong. It says, for I am ruined. Other translations say, I am undone. The New American Standard 95 says, I am, I am ruined. I am undone, because I am a man of unclean lips, and I live among a people of unclean lips. Because my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of armies. He says plainly here, because I have seen God, because I have seen the Lord of armies. Incidentally, if you're reading this and you see in your Bible capital L and another capital O, capital R, capital D, that almost always denotes the word Yahweh. Uh, I can't remember exactly how they pronounce it in the Greek, but it's also called the Tetragrammaton. But that's just a little side note. When you see that, you he's talking about Yahweh. But he was afraid because of what he saw. And that fear that the Bible says is the beginning of wisdom starts with us because we see how holy God is. And how sinful we are. And while it's a terrifying thing, it's a necessary thing. Let's say that again. While it's a terrifying thing, it's a necessary thing. And he goes on to say in verse 6 of the 5th chapter of Isaiah, Then one of the seraphim flew to me, and in his hand was a glowing coal that he had taken from the altar with tongs. He touched my mouth with it and said, Now that this has touched your lips, your iniquity is removed and your sin is atoned for. Even as far back as the Garden of Eden, it is God who has made the atonement for us. When Adam and Eve ran because they discovered that they were naked, it was God who made the coverings for them. So he made the way. Even though he's holy, he made the way to cover up the sin. The angel, uh, the, the seraphim here, who touched the lips of the prophet Isaiah, His sin was removed because he recognized it and he confessed it before a holy God and God made the way of reconciliation. The story of Peter in the fifth chapter goes on and we all know what Peter went through. We all know how he denied Christ, but at the end, God restored him. He denied Jesus three times and Jesus restored him three times. So I think... Billy Graham was right. The closer we get to God, the more sinful we're going to feel. But it's necessary for us to grow. It's necessary for us to get into word and be confronted. It says in the book of James that, you know, we stare in, well, maybe it's not the book of James. I can't remember exactly where it is. So forgive me. If you know, you can put this in the comments below because I'm going to be putting this on YouTube. But it says, if we stare intently into the perfect law of liberty, and it also says, and I believe that's in, this one is in Corinthians, where he says, 
we look into a mirror and we walk away and forget what type of man we are. When we're not staring into the mirror of God's word daily, then we're going to forget who we are. We're going to start thinking we're more than we are. But God's word shows us exactly who we are. And while it's not fun, it's necessary. I can tell you this. I have grown more in the past three or four years than I have my entire Christian life. And it involves being in God's word as much as possible. I don't do it every day. Sometimes my eyes are just bothering me too bad and I just can't do it. But it's, it's a necessary thing. It causes us to grow. So the closer we get to Jesus, the more sinful we will feel. But when we feel that and we're that close to God, we can acknowledge it and he's going to do what he did for Peter. He's going to do what he did for Adam and Eve. And he's going to do what he did for the prophet Isaiah. And when we confess that sin, he is going to be faithful and just and forgive us that sin. And that's going to bring us into even tighter fellowship with the living God. I hope this made sense. I do the best I can. I hope this blessed somebody. I hope it will encourage you to get in God's word as frequently as possible, man, because there's, there's no better way to spend the morning or the evening to set aside those times and get into God's word because I like to grow. I have seen more growth in my own spiritual, in my own spiritual life, like I said, in the past two or three years than I have in the past 50 And it's a wonderful place to be. God bless you guys. Thank you for those who listen. For the YouTube subscribers, thank you for subscribing to the channel. Please feel free to share this. If you have any constructive comments, let me know. But like I said, I do the best I can do. I'm I'm ministering where God has me planted right now. And it's sitting in this little room right here recording this stuff. Anyway, God bless you. We'll have some more content coming up on the YouTube channel. And I I thank you guys for listening. But uh, try to find that Billy Graham sermon. I'll try to find it for you and I'll post it. Anyway, God bless you guys. Have a wonderful day.